Courtney from Hooters on P Street. The one that I needed was Courtney from Hooters on P Street. The one that I needed was Courtney from Hooters on P Street. 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 If she's never said to you, I wish I would have never met you. Does she even love you? If she's never told you, I hope you get run over by a semi-truck or a 75 on Friday rush hour. Does she even love you? If she's never said, I just don't know if I love you anymore. Does she even love you? If she's never said to you, we should get an abortion because out of you as my future husband or fatherly material. Does she even love you? If she's never said to you, I would rather have sex with the shoe than you. Does she even love you? If she's never told you, you made me drier than a mouthful of sand. Does she even love you? If she's never told you, I would rather be kidnapped and trapped in a stranger's basement and be malnutrition for 13 years and then fucked in the ass with someone nine times a day and have eight children raw in the basement and be in tremendous amount of pain. Then go to Chili's for an hour and a half with you. Does she even love you? Yeah, fuck your bitch. Put it into submission. Hit it from the back. I'm like the tech, she still don't begin. She ride me like the car she just bought. She need a transmission. Wait, you hear that scream? Courtney from Hooters on P Street. Often beats with Clint. Ew. Don't you love it when dudes talk about net worth and ukulele fit their whole net worth into like a Fisher Price net? Like one of those mini nets? Uh, I guess it's ironically Fisher Price because. Um, there's definitely not really much of a price for you to fish for, you stanky fuck. Yeah, that's what happens when you pocket watch. Like, for example, my net worth, you could probably, um, you could probably dig, oh, you could probably create a little net, right? You know how they say create a net for yourself in case emergencies happen? Well, I have such of a lack of emergency net that... If the first net breaks, basically, you got Japan 2010 tsunami. And let's just say the TS for tsunami does not stand for switching it up for fun. Welcome to episode 84 of the Off and Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Clint. And I am really a... Digging for bait here and trying to hook you in and keep it real with you. But um, when I cast away, I just literally pressed the fucking button because I have a kid's fishing pole. And that's what she said. But hey, if you push the right buttons, you just let it drop. Um, Just don't get in attitude because she'll drop you like a... Hot a hot cup of melted butter that you get at IHOP. Have you ever asked for melted butter at IHOP? Um, they give you this weird look like, is this not enough for you? All you can eat pancakes? You can't just accept the dollop of butter that we spread on the fifth pancake on top? I see what you're doing all you can eat. You know, you limit five per plate. I get it. Then you space it out. See, here's what these places do with all you can eat that aren't buffets. The all you can eat where you have to continuously order and they bring out one plate at a time of shit you want. I know what you do. All right. It's like 
it's like a TGI Fridays when they do quote unquote air quotes for the audio all you can eat appetizers it sounds great one they give you a limited menu of the appetizers so it's like you're getting a third of the options of the regular appetizers and they don't even bring out full portions for each appetizer for example let's say you want to get some i don't know load of baked potatoes the load of baked potato skins let's just say i don't know eight come into a regular portion when you get all you can eat for each plate even if you and the person you're with get it they bring you like three each it's like okay but hey just order more if you want it's like yeah but then i have to wait an extra 12 minutes and i know it only takes six minutes to break they're already pre they're already pre-made i didn't i've seen the freezer aisle and it's just i get it you know you don't want to overserve and waste food but i see what you're doing you're trying to fill me up Without using the typical bread. Because see, if you use bread, if you use like, uh, you know, like long corn, they have the brown bread, the white bread, wheat bread. I don't know why I said brown bread. It sounds a little, eh. but uh, wheat bread. Let's say you go to fucking uh, some Italian restaurants. They give you some little itty bitty breadsticks. Uh, the rolls you go to places, you know, and they'll. Give you the little buttercups on the side and say, come here, buttercup. And they don't mean when it's just hot and condensated. They mean, ooh, fill these buns, baby. Fill them. And then you uh, then you just tip a lot to the buffet waitress because you don't want to deal with those problems. So, but yeah. They space out. When you go to these all-you-can-eat places, but it's all-you-can-eat as we go, right? They bring it out to you. I know what you're doing. You're spacing them out. You purposely... I know that the manager back there was like, hey, yeah, they want to know their wings. Like, okay. Hey, guys, don't make it for another three minutes. And when it comes out, wait another three minutes. Space it out. Fill them up. Make them wait in between. Let them get anxious. Let them waste time. Because, you know, you don't want to be at a place. Like, it starts feeling weird when you're sitting at a place for two and a half hours. When it's not a place you should be sitting at for two and a half hours. Um, There's, like, this internal clock we have. Where, unless you're with a big-ass group of people where it's understandable. Where it may take 50 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes for all 10 of y'all's fucking steaks and shit to come out. Like, yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's two or three people. If you're there for two and a half hours, you just keep eating. You're going to start looking at yourself like, Jesus, what's wrong with this? And it's this internal clock like, you know what? I feel like it's time to go. And it's just weird. You don't want to be in a place for two hours. I really believe, this is a personal belief, I believe free refills are going to be a thing of the past in about two years. Most places you go to, I know this is mostly a southern thing. I know if you go to New York, even L.A. in certain places, you don't get free refills on sodas and shit. They charge, but that's because it's like, hey, you're in the greatest cities on earth. What are you going to do? Leave? <laughs> this is one of the benefits of, leaving, of living anywhere else. You get free refills. It's a trade-off. You guys have beaches and sunshine. You guys have the inner city life. We get free refills. Woo, squeeze my lemon, baby. Squeeze it in my eye. That's why I'm always quenching for thirst. Uh, but yeah. 
Oh, by the way, did you know Christy Teigen, by the way? I saw a story. I didn't read it. Just saw the headline. Um, but sometimes you don't need to click the story because the headline tells it all. So she got an eyebrow transplant. Seems the most unnecessary transplants in history. Feels like we just have transplants for everything. Just have transplants. Um, I mean, it's cosmetic. It's part of the, It's obviously it wasn't a life or death thing. It's something she just want to do. Cool. I just didn't know it was a thing. Where are you transplanting your eyebrows? What happened to the days where you just plucked your eyebrows and just fluffed it up or skimmed it down or trimmed it or shave it off, let it grow back naturally? I don't know. Um, I guess you could say she's a motherfucking John Legend. Uh, Jesus. But that's okay. Cause she's the youngest Chrissy Teigen rep. And oh my God. Oh my God. But yeah. I really think for free refills are going to be a thing in the past. Imagine getting free refills on eyebrow transplants. Oh, I would definitely raise my brows at that one. <laughs> or uni brow. But yeah. Imagine, hold on, I'm going to get back to the refill. But imagine getting a transplant where you go from, where you make it where you grow hair in the middle so you can have a uni brow. It's like typically people have uni brows and they try to, you know, cut it or they try to do things and make it look semi-normal. Imagine being, having normal eyebrows and be like, you know what? I want to be unique, you and I, without the T-Y. So no thank yous allowed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah. It's kind of this weird reversing. Typically you get transplants to have more normal features or to have quote-unquote better features that have features that are more socially acceptable if you care about that stuff because you have a hard time accepting your beautiful unique self you can't just accept your stretch marks what's wrong with you just love yourself but if you're gonna get surgeries or transplants or anything you know what do the casual thing typically people get like for example they'll get like a Nose jobs because they're tired of their nose, their nose being pointier, the nose being big, so they try to reconstruct it. Typically never works out. P- typically people get their chins to be more defined like Jay Leno's. Sometimes people get the ear, if they have cauliflowers, they get surgery to, you know, make it look more non-cauliflowery. Talk about white powder. Uh, typically, if you have like a skin if you have like a skin condition, you typically get surgery to get rid of the skin condition. If you have psoriasis, you typically try to get rid of the psoriasis marks. But imagine if you just had normal skin like let's say mine. It's beautiful skin. I'm not talking about the color. Relax. My beautiful white skin. Oh my god, my white skin is so sexy. No, I just mean it's smooth. Smooth like a... My pickup lines. Like, hey, I'll uh, I'll stick my charger in your outlet until I V8 your chest. Wow, I felt like that would fry her. Uh, I felt like that would fry their heart. And a heart-shaped box in your heart would shrink because high amounts of density and uh, electricity and power will make you shrink. 
that's the word on the gravity and you know the good stuff anyways i know i keep saying anyways but anyways anyway here we go um if you're going to get surgery you know do it where it's more socially acceptable you don't do it reverse you don't have normal skin and be like you know what let me just uh let me add some psoriasis marks you know what let me have weight gainer surgery you know what let me um i have beautiful biceps you know what let me take let me get surgery to take my biceps out naturally let's just take the biceps out i want to just not have any it's like or you just stop working out it's like you know what? i have a perfectly good foot you know what I just want to make life a little more difficult for sympathy. Let me just amputate my foot. No good reason. It's like, ah, uh, your foot's perfectly fine. You didn't get Alex Smith. It's like, yeah. It's like, you know what? But I want uh, I want to go through life with a little more adversity. So I didn't have any. Imagine not having any adversity or not having any struggle of any type. Everyone has struggle. But imagine, it's like when people complain about every little issue in life and they worry about everything that doesn't matter. And they're bitching about things that are just so personal and doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because they have nothing real to worry about because that's how mostly decent the world we live in is that people are like, oh, I don't know. I just look around and I'm like, oh, the grass could be greener. Mm. Like fucking Eeyores, except, you know, you just want to fucking get a hammer and put a nail in their ass and be like, yeah, you want adversity? At least Eeyore, the reason why he's sad, he's got a fucking nail up his ass. That shit fucking hurts. You know, tech, you know, uh, medical, you know, medicine wasn't that advanced. They put a fucking nail in his ass. Nowadays, they could have friggin', they could have put a whole new buttocks back there. They could have put a brand new tail. Made it natural. Just sew it together, baby. Sew Katoa. And he's so katoing a fine line. Uh, oh, I'm winning this poo of a podcast. <laughs> Let me uh, bounce up and down so I can see uh, from head to toe like Tigger. And uh, let me uh, tell you a little oink oink like a little piglet. All right, I'm going to stop with that. But imagine in surgery to make yourself look worse. Imagining, imagining getting stuff to create struggle that's not there. Because that's how good you have it. I really think a lot of people that just like getting these constructive surgeries to faces and stuff. Like their life is so okay. And they're just like, you know, my earlobes, I don't like the way they stick out. It's like, Okay. No one else fucking cares. As long as you can hear me when I say shut the fuck up, I don't care. Like, if you want to create, you know what? If you really want to create struggle and at least create an impact on someone else's life, adopt kids. You know what? Adopt kids if you really need a change in your life and you have the means. You know what? Do it, Angelina Jolie. Just adopt, like, freaking, what they adopt, like, four kids from you know, third world countries and gave them a better life and raised them and loved them unconditionally 
and genuinely are in their lives. Yeah, they probably babysitters. You know what? So fucking what? They have babysitters. That's okay. If you adopt four kids, you know what? You're irresponsible if you don't get a babysitter. I'm going to be honest with you. If you can afford a babysitter, you are irresponsible if you don't get a babysitter. I hate to tell you. Um, obviously, get a good one. But what the fuck do I know? If you were going to create unnecessary problems, then you know what? At least have the problem have a beneficial output. You don't get reverse surgeries. You don't get reverse procedures to make yourself look like the people who would be trying to get surgeries to get rid of those things. We got everything ass backwards. Keep your eyebrows. They look fine. And guess what? No one cares if you shave your eyebrows. You always just wear like winter hats and cover until they grow back, alright? It's not that big of a deal. If you're single and on the dating market, okay, it might matter. But you know what? If you're not, there's no realistic uh, prospects for you in terms of the ladies or the fellas. Uh, It doesn't matter. You're fine. Uh, uh, but, uh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, LeBron completely, uh, I believe it was unintentional. I'm recording this on a Sunday night at 1130, but apparently he, uh, bloodied up Isaiah Stewart's face on the Pistons. Of course it would happen in Detroit because it's not like there was an incident 17 years ago or whatever the fuck when the mouse and the palace happened. This time it looked like a little malice, like a little mice trying to, you know. There wasn't really anything that was going to happen. He basically elbowed someone on a rebound, but really it kind of looked like he swung his hand around because he was trying to get positioning. And he probably, he probably, you know, I wouldn't say it was intentional, but it definitely was, it looks questionable because it looked like there was some agitation and he probably just... Swung didn't think it would hit him there, but did. And he hit him. Isaiah fell to the ground. He's like, hey, my bad. The dude gets up. And he's like, what the fuck, man? One dude gets in between. The next thing you know, it's like nine or ten people in between. The break it up. And the next thing you know, the dude starts like charging through people. It looks like he's running like those, uh, you know, like uh, football drills where they'll have like, they'll have like three or four people hold pads. Side to side, and the, the, it's basically like a running back drill with the player just runs through it, you know, type of thing for resistance. You run through it, you know, to kind of get used to hitting. It's kind of like that. And then he, you know, Isaiah Stortz, he uh, runs into the tunnel trying to be deceptive and go around. He's doing, like, all these antics. Like, bro, if you want to fight him, like... If you were, I'm sure he's mad. I mean, his face was pretty bloody as hell. Not gonna lie to you, but if he was really gonna hit LeBron and shit, he would have done it like when he had like the five second opportunity to actually hit him, like Dr. J back in the day, where he just completely smacked a bitch on the court. But yeah, uh, there'll probably be suspensions, and I'm gonna motor out of that one. And just move on. And, uh... Don't want to be the 
gravity of that situation, but looks like some suspensions are going to be falling off and a lot of fines. Talk about a bloody trail of tears down the tunnel. Sweet tunnel of mine. Oh. But yeah, go adopt a kid. You know what? If, if you really need, you know, some resistance that's not there. If life's just too meh. And you don't have like health issues. You don't have any real issues. And you're just like, you know, maybe this, you know, maybe I need the. You're not sad. You're not. You're just like, you know what? Life's actually too okay right now. It's not too good. It's just too okay. You know what? Since life's just too okay, go adopt a kid. And I'm pretty sure in like three years, you're like, this is not okay. And guess what? They're like, hey, should have stuck with okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we're just ungrateful pieces of shit, you know? Maybe we are. Uh, today's sponsor. By the way, I believe it's like, uh, I have to do the numbers. It's at least a two-month anniversary of me not having an energy drink. It was never a habit, but uh, certainly wasn't a routine when I keep up. It was almost like a buffet of energy drinks. Uh, oh, the lemon. But... Uh, what are we gonna talk about? Oh, yeah. So, uh, 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 yeah. I pulled out the high chair. She sat there. I'm like, man, this ain't fair. Let me pull you out from under it and be like, hmm, cherry soda. She's like, no, it's diet. It's like, damn. Birth control is a hell of a thing. It really fucks up a lot of shit. But hey, let's go fuck myself. Uh, uh, you know, you know what they say about uh, borders is that without door frames... There would be nothing to open and read. Why would you read left to right? When you're supposed to start on the dominant side. You're right. That is a misnomer though. Why are more... Why is right automatically assumed to be dominant? The dominant hand. Because most people... Most people on earth are right-handed. Oh, you're just making heavy assumptions. It's like, you know what? 98% of people I've interacted with in my life have been right-handed. Okay? So, you know what? If that's uh, making heavy assumptions, well, you don't have the data and stats. It's like, you know what? I have 25, 26 plus years of fucking stats of a lot of right-handed. And anytime we make jokes about right hands, um, it's typically the right hand. Anything, anytime I see someone that makes sure they need to grip something good, they use the right hand. But typically, people that are left-handed are typically more athletic. Typically, they're better 
they're better at things. They're ambidextrous. Typically, people are left-handed. They're ambidextrous. Very rarely is someone right-handed and ambidextrous left-handed as well. Typically, doesn't work that way. Well, that's kind of contradicting because if you're ambidextrous, you're ambidextrous. You don't have a dominant hand, I guess. But you can be functional with both hands and be have a dominant hand. But most people on Earth, we're pretty dominant with one hand, but we're not functional with both. Like you could write, you could write with your dominant. You can't write with a non one. Sure, you can do things with both hands. Sure, you could do one arm press at the gyms. You could do one arm pull ups, maybe with one of the hands. Natural selection, baby. Um, I don't make the rules. You could open door handles with both hands, no problem. Um, but when push comes to shove, if your life is on the line and you're hanging off a mountain clip and you have to pull up. With one arm. Typically. If God gives you a choice. You're going to choose. Your right hand. To pull yourself up with. Will you be able to do it? Probably not. One arm. Pull ups at that angle. It's really fucking hard. Right Scar. And Mufasa. And they had claws. Now granted it didn't help that his brother. Wanted him to die. And made him. Die in a. Stampede. But, it's hard. But you, you at least have a dying chance. No pun intended. Um, you might as well be slow dancing in a burning room. Because, at least then, you can accept your fate. And not pretend that it's going to get any better. You just burn away. There's no effort to jump out. You're not waiting. You don't call the fire department when you're slow dancing in a burning room. You just let the bitch burn and die while listening to, you know, Aretha. Or Ari Lennox. Actually, if I was slow dancing in a burning room that was burning down, what would be my last song? It's like prison. You have your last meal. What would be your last song if you're slow dancing in a burning room? And this was your fate. And there was no exit. God's like, you know what? We're doing like a Left for Dead stuff here. We're doing Call of Duty zombies type of shit. We're building the borders. You can't exit. No one's coming in. No one's getting out. No one can even see the fire from outside the call of the fires department. It's completely closed off. It's all insulated. Maybe there's a little chimney. They see a little smoke. Be like, ah, must be making s'mores. It is March. Of the penguins. <laughs> Maybe he's. Roasting penguins. Oh, talk about the pen game for the Gwens. Uh, but uh, talk about linguistics. Linguini, ratatouille, dollar scoop. More like dollar fifty scoop. But anyways, if you were slow dancing in a burning room, what would be the one artist I would listen to? What would be the song? I think I would just play Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. It's relaxing. By John Mayer, by the way. It's relaxing. You get some nice guitar riffs. You at least go out with some you know, some riffs where like the lyrics speak to you. 
You know, I've never, you know, it wasn't until recently I started, like, actually listening to specific guitar. I never, like, listened to guitar solos and guitar playing. I never listened to it like it's lyrics to that song. But the more I've focused on it, I've made an emphasis. It's almost like when I'm listening to solos or listening to riffs, it's almost like I'm making up words in my head that would go along with that song. And you start connecting the way the guitar speaks to the words and the lyrics it's spoken. You realize it connects way more than you think. And all of, you know, I feel like about slow dancing in a burning room and dying. I almost wouldn't even want to listen to lyrics. I would just want to listen to instrumentals of just beautiful guitar solos that just speak. Because if you're burning alive, you don't want to hear words. You just want the you just want to you just want the ironically the crisp because your body's going to be burning to a crisp like a teriyaki stick at Dollar Scoop. Jesus Christ, those things are always not cooked. They look dry as fuck. That's why I never get them. But anyways, sorry, tangent. Um, besides, who knows what kind of fucking teriyaki that stick is on. It's just that uh, it's probably really just a cat's tail. It's not a cat story I want to tell. Oh, Jesus. Don't tell the cat and her mother. Um, making a feline for the scoop. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I know I had the tooth the long I know I had the toothpick dis- toothpick discussion with the club sandwiches, but these long fucking toothpicks for like sticks at places like kebabs, it's very dangerous to eat off the stick. How do you not actually poke the back of your lung? But hey, some people like it, but not gonna go there. Wood being some hardwood in the back of your lung for some. It's pretty standard. But anyways. Um, polka dot. Look. Instrumentals. When you're burning to a crisp. I think it would be beautiful. It, first of all. That would be an amazing music video. I'm pretty sure there is a music video for that song. But. You know. I'm just thinking of. You know what. Fuck it. Forget it. Yeah. Slow dance in the burning room. Maybe, you know what? Maybe some Usher. Maybe Truth Hurts. Because, man, um, it's like, man, you're not getting out of this one. Truth Hurts. Uh, girls coming home with me, shawty. Just bought your girl a brand new Rolex. That's simple things. That is not truth hurts. Jesus Christ. But you get my drift. Tokyo. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful. You know what's funny about raindrops? Is that when rain falls on your window. You know, it's beautiful, you know, it's like it's like a screensaver on your laptop, you know, you see the water dripple down, see the water dripple down the window, and if it's like, if it's like 
8 a.m., 9 a.m., it's like even 7 a.m., 7, 8, 9 a.m. is that time of day. You're just, let's say you're sitting down in your carpet, you're looking out the window, you're just watching the rain drip. You think it's a beautiful sight, right? Then you start thinking, like, man, why? Why is it beautiful? Why is rain beautiful? Does everything need to have an explanation? Of course not. But rain does. And why the fuck do we need weather people anymore? We don't need meteorologists on TV. That's wasted salary. You know what? We want to talk about... um, Look, I'm not for getting rid of jobs type of thing. But it seems like meteorologists on TV, like the weatherman, the weather woman, uh, just to equal out to... Uselessness. It doesn't. It seems like the meteorology. It seems like the weather is determined already. Like there's not a meteorologist that's looking at whatever data they're looking for for the day, and they're gonna find something that anyone else that studies weather can't figure out for that day. Now, look, I get the whole. You know what? This is a means for media. Some people like watching TV, and boom, getting their weather. Getting some news about some girl suing the school system because, you know, a janitor touched her purse and found out, nah, hey, why is a picture of your dad fingering you in there? Uh, He said, carry around for consolation prize. Man, we should take this to the guidance counselor. Don't want to mop up those issues. But yeah, and typically there's always, there's like a murder in either Thomasville or Snellville or Lawrenceville. There's always a ville. You know where there's never a murder at? Peachtree. Because <laughs> that's where Courtney is. Gosh. I really feel like that should be a destination. That should be like a tourist destination. Like we, if there's tour bus in Atlanta, which I know there kind of is, wherever the Hooters is on Peachtree, that should be a tourist track. And that is where Drake met Courtney. And everyone takes pictures, like, oh my god. And then Drake's walking out with uh, Kanye. And they're like, hey, we just broke some bread. It's like, uh, you two combined, that's a lot of fucking bread. And I'm pretty sure you got the double breaded wings because of that. Oh, Jesus. By the way, one of my first Hooters experience, it wasn't my first time going to Hooters, but when I found out about their, they said it's like double breaded or something. I've been at Hooters in a long time, so forgive me for my lack of Hooters knowledge. I guess it's just titillating my mind. (laughs) It must be, uh, you must be wondering who. I say, I keep looking at the owls on the shirts, you know? I wonder, why do owls sleep the way they do? And I'm thinking, I wish my head was on that owl. And be like, who's your daddy? (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to open a can of worms. But, um, I felt like I got a book for you. (laughs) It's called uh, Final Destination. (laughs) All right. But anyways, but yeah, I 
apparently they have these, you know, you get the double breaded or it's just breaded or it's the Hooter style wings. And it's basically, it's just basically fried chicken, like really crispy fried chicken, which sounds great. Except it's really fucking crispy. It's almost like it was, it's like the chickens were slow dancing in a burning room. It's like they roasted them for like 12 hours in a pit. And then just threw them on my plate and threw them out. Like I could feel the little, I could feel the chicken littles just crawling on my plate. And I drench it in sauce and whatever. Drench it in ranch and blue cheese and you know what, it's all forgiven. But, uh, I guess you could say, uh... If you're really hungry and if you're recovering from a hangover type of thing, you know, if you're downtown, but you know, you know, typically like hangover place like Walmart, IHOP, you know, Taco Bell, Hooters is highly underrated because you get that rooster booster, <laughs> give you a little energizer bunny, put a battery acid up your ass and just be like, hey, you want some thighs? And their thighs really look like thighs on that shit, man. They don't play around. It looks like they just yanked a chicken's leg out. But anyways. But yeah. Hooters on Peachtree should be a tourist destination. Like, you know, we have the Varsity. We have the Coca-Cola Factory. We have TBS. We have Gay Sonus. That's still a traumatic event for me. A lot of TVs. Stuff on those TVs I wish I never saw. A lot. Talk about getting tricked. I'm going to get that dude back one day. Whoever tricked me to go in there. Um, But hey. uh, A lot of steam. And lack thereof. I'm going to get a quick story. I'm going to do a full pod about that story one day. I promise you guys. Because it is a pretty fascinating story. But you know what? I went to one of the safer places. Because once I realized I was in there, once I was in and paid whatever, got a locker, it took me a little bit to realize, like, oh, I'm in the wrong place at the, always the wrong time, for me at least. You know what, to each their own, not for me. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to treat it like a plan of fitness. You know what, guys are getting nude, it's a gym. Or it's a shop, it's a, you know, it's a locker room, essentially. It's a locker room until you exit the locker room. Because once you exit the locker room, um, you're, the possibility of someone uh, snapping more than a towel on your cheek is more than likely. Um, you think wet towels will leave a mark? If you rent one of those rooms, someone's leaving with gapes but anyways just don't like to make that awkward but yeah tourist destination i'll say this though so i went to a safer place when i realized that you know what because i was scouting the place for a you know i was gonna take someone to a sauna at the time i was like kind of scared like i had a friend be like hey man if you go here you know just go check it out, you know, you guys may, you guys may like it, and if you, uh, 
you know, just go check it. It's 24 hours. Go check it out yourself. And then if you like it, if you think it's a place you and this lovely lady would like to go to, then do what you got to do. I'm like, hey, appreciate it, man. So, took his advice, gave me the address, pulled up, entered, and once I put my stuff in my locker, start walking around, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing some things that uh, God did not put me on this earth to be. But... Um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to exit this aspect and I'm just going to go in this corner jacuzzi where there's no one there. So I went to this corner jacuzzi by the front entrance. Like, you know, what? this is a safe space because I know the stuff I'm seeing is technically not part of the rules. I know they probably didn't enforce these rules. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm not, Hey, I'm not going to stop anyone from not stopping, but, um, so I went to this jacuzzi by myself, sat down, went in there, I kept my underwear on, not because of any insecurities of what may be shown, but because I was afraid if someone were to try to make direct contact, they would legitimately make direct contact, or at least if I have my underwear, be like, hey, Ah, nice try, bud. Ha ha. Get that out of here. So I was wearing my Fruit of the Loom, navy blue, midnight. Ironically, it was after midnight. And I went in this jacuzzi, sat down. I was like, okay, nice and bubbly. No pun intended. Uh, and then next thing you know, a minute later, the dude comes in. Shocker. He sits across, he's just sitting there chilling, he starts chit-chatting, and I'm like, he starts doing small talk, and I was like, I feel like, I was like, I feel like I know where this is going to head, but you know what, he's just being, not, he's just asking, he just seems like a dude asking me questions, and you know what, I'm not someone that thinks just because someone has a different sexuality than me that we can't conversate about things, like, you know what, I respect everyone. The problem is... I think he sniffed me out and knew I wasn't gay. Because I feel like people who sniffed that shit out. I made it very clear, like, yeah, look, here's the situation. It's actually a funny story. Um, I'm not. And here I am. But that's where I fucked up. Because, see, I learned this thing, right, where apparently gay guys have this weird, well, not weird, but it's actually understandable, I guess. This is fetish, or it's this thing where they like turning straight guys gay, which I guess the only thing that technically turns a straight guy gay is if they already were questioning things, and they're just like, eh, fuck it. No pun intended. And... Um, that was not me. So, but I think he thought, I can get him. And, uh, I think he tried to make a couple pointers, and I'm like, yeah, no thank you. I just politely said no thank you. I wasn't aggressive. I didn't be like, hey man, 
what the fuck are you doing? Because I realized I was not in the environment to be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Because I'm the one in the wrong environment for my preference. And I respect that. So I was very respectful. I was like, I'm going to get in this hot tub, get at least a couple minutes of my money's worth, dip the fuck out of there. I'm a man. I'm comfortable with my skin. I just looked at it like, you know what? It's a plane of fitness, except there's no one hidden here, and there's not as many rules, probably, and, um, yeah, and then he started coasting around the round jacuzzi, he started getting a little close, I'm like, see what you're doing, and I, like, Gently moved over a little bit further from him. And he's like, hey. Of course, he tried to do the whole thing like, look. I know this is, I know you didn't think this was, I know this is an accident or whatever. But hey, since you're here, might as well live a little. And I'm like, yeah, look, I don't live that much in my regular life. So. This isn't really like, this isn't really one of those things where you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to live a little. Because um, it would literally not be who I am. Living a little for me would be like, you know what? Instead of four miles a day, I'm going to run five. You know what? Instead of only working six hours of the gym, I'm going to live a little. Or instead of only working six hours of work, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stay a couple extra hours. Because I love it. No. Living a little would be like, instead of doing a 45-minute podcast, like we're at right now. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to do an hour and 40. That would be living a little. Living a little would be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just uh, let me just go buy a fucking car. Who cares? We could die tomorrow. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just go skydiving with no fucking skydiving equipment. You know what? Let's go fly a plane. Fuck it. Let's just let's just go swim in the ocean freely. Let's just swim and swim until we can no more. You know what? Let's just go. Let's just go scuba diving. And then let me hold on to a dolphin and just shroom, veer and hop into the air like a killer whale. That would be living a little. Let's go. Let's go sightseeing. Let's go, you know, let's go to a comedy club. Let's go try an open mic. That would be living a little. This ain't one of those things to just live a little. And again, I respectfully be like, hey, man. And this word, like, and here's the thing where, like, it comes off where, like, you're homophobic. It's like, No. This is just not my element. Because I'm not. So, when you're not, and you're polite the first couple times, and you, and you're polite the first couple times, and you feel like someone's taking advantage of your politeness, and they keep pushing and pushing, until you be like, hey man, fuck off. Luckily, never... He tried to do some dirty talk. And I'm like, oh no. This is not what I'm looking for. At all. And 
without getting too graphic, let's just say, well, just so you know, if you want me to, and he gave me the little wink, but she got eyebrow transplant, so I wouldn't have picked up the wink. Um, just, uh, let me know. And I'm like, Roger Dodger, my exact words. I just pointed the finger in a very stale, stern voice, said, Roger Dodger. Then he gets out, and I just see his hairy butt cheeks walk in the sunset. So I got up. Um, luckily, for some reason, I brought my own towel. I had a towel in the back seat, and I brought it in because I have a weird thing about using public service towels, like even hotel pool towels, even when you go to whitewater pool towels. I have a thing about using pool towels, even if they clean it. I know they probably do their due diligence, but hey, I brought my towel in, and I wiped myself off. Dressed up and dipped. And there are things about that night, those brief moments that when I walked to the back area, I saw some things that may never see the light of day. But man, live a little, they said. Just live a little. You know what? There should be context. Live a little in your environment. And it doesn't make you homophobic. It's just like, hey, there's literally nothing for me to do here. Because they were some horny motherfuckers. Some fucking horn dogs. Jesus Christ. I mean, look. I get it. I'm a young guy. You know, we all have, you know, inner drives for love and intimate touch. I get it. But god damn. Jesus fucking Christ. This pod is not safe for the kids. At least not this episode. Um, but yeah. Moral of the story is, is make sure you double check when you have people that you think are reliable give you addresses Two places you've never been before. Don't just take people's word. Taking people's word is highly overrated. You know what? Fact check, double check, discount. You know what? If I would have at least gone in with a discount, wouldn't have felt that bad. But hey, you take your L's and move out. And just be happy that you made it out scot-free. I'm pretty sure there was a guy named Scott. Getting pounded for free. I will say this though. If you need a hotel room. Based off. This should have been a red. I'm going to be honest. This should have been a red flag to me. When I was at the front counter. Right. And they said. Would you like a room? And I'm like. What the fuck did they need a room for for a sauna? Because they're like. Oh you could stay for eight hours. Blah blah. I'm like. Who the, f- who the fuck wants to steam up for eight hours? I don't do anything for eight hours. I barely sleep for eight hours. 
There's nothing I do for eight hours at a time that's enjoyable. But I was like, I didn't think I was like, whatever. I guess people come here and if they're here for a period of time, they're like him. And I realized it was only like 20 bucks for a room. It's like, hey, you know, if you need somewhere to sleep, 20 bucks isn't a bad deal. So if you need, go to one of those places and just lock your room and uh, double lock it. Because from what I saw, people just kind of hop room to room in my brief visits in the hallway. Because the hallway was the passage from the locker room to, let's just call it the main event. Imagine like if you enter Stars and Strikes, right? You enter Stars and Strikes, you know, you have the arcade games. You know, you have the fake basketball thing where you're like, woo, Steph Curry, baby. And then you pass the laser tag session. Um, the laser tag session would, I guess, have been the sauna, because it's kind of hard to see in there, uh, it's really hard to see in there, and you don't know who's come to light you up, and the sauna was really steamy, kind of like the episode of Friends with Ross, it's like, it's really steamy, and then he actually sits on, a. Or no, it was Chandler. Chandler actually sits on Monica's dad. And then Ross accidentally later on sits on Chandler's lap. That shit was funny as fuck. But in this situation, it would not have been funny. Because there was... I didn't have any little... I didn't have any friends there. (laughs) So there would have been no... Understood. Uh... It would have been the wrong signal if you accidentally sit in someone's lap there. Like, uh, but yeah, uh, that's a that deserves a story all by that deserves like a two-hour pod. I I, I want to do that pod with someone. I want someone to interview me about that my experience by not experiencing the experience. It's like the Joe Rogan experience without you know. Um, engaging in any meaningful conversation and just trying to dip out without any notoriety. Just trying to get out alive. If you're gonna get out alive. Uh, but yeah, it was fascinating. And that is episode 84 of the Off and Beat Podcast. Um, Double check your addresses. Make sure you know where the fuck you're going. Ironically, I was checking out the scene for Lovely Lady. And it turns out someone was trying to make me their lovely lady. Ain't it funny how the world works? Ain't it fun? No, it's not. That's episode 84 of the Off and Be podcast. Like and subscribe. And uh, suck some titties. Woman preferably. Unless you're not. But hey. Uh, wow. That kind of brought down my. Not mood. But it definitely made me like revisit that time. Like, It's not PTSD. Because it ain't that traumatic. Nothing happened. I saw some things. I felt like I was in Vietnam. I, was in, I saw some things. Um, but like look. When you're not in that community environment. 
it's different when you come across it accidentally. And it's just like, oh. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not homophobic. It's just not me. It's not for me. I'm not. I'm not the target audience. How about that? That sounds better. I'm not the target audience. All right. Have a great day. And this is a very interesting Monday podcast. This is the Monday morning podcast with a little with a. A little bit more than you bargained for. But yeah. Have a safe day out there. And uh, go get your balls checked.